by starting this um, Instagram account that I could just really um, go out and evangelize and spread the gospel to other people while I have the help of other brothers and sisters of Christ in my school so that we can just go out together and just spread the gospel together. Hey, welcome to the Decision Point podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hobson, president of Decision Point, where our mission is to proclaim the gospel to the next generation until every student has heard. And today we're launching a new series we're calling A Call to Courage. Hey, let's face it. Being a leader for the Lord requires courage. I mean, being a faithful follower of the Lord of any kind requires courage. Why? Well, first, because God commands us to be courageous. In Joshua 1, 6-9, God commands Joshua three times to be strong and courageous. In verse 6, he says, Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. In verse 7, he says, Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. In verse 8, he gives them the key to courage, saying, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Then in verse 9, he repeats the command. God repeats the command a third time, saying, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. And God tells Joshua the second key to courage by reminding him that the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Robert Morgan, who is a professor of mine in Bible school, commented on this passage saying, If we focus on the stresses, we'll be distressed. But if we focus on Christ, we'll be confident. It's a matter of gripping his promises instead of griping about our problems. (laughs) Well, don't you love that? Uh, So we must be men and women of courage. God commands it. He commands it to Joshua three times there, but in fact, there are about 30 times in Scripture that God commands his people to be strong or to be courageous. Robert Morgan compiles these 30 times in his great book, uh, The Jordan River Rules, along with the delightful comment that it's like God gave us one of these commands that we can meditate on, uh, you know, like one for each day of the month. And we'll, we'll post these scriptures in the show notes along with a link to his outstanding book that I believe will be a great encouragement to you. And the mission, you know, we have been given by God does require courage, doesn't it? And it's helpful that we just acknowledge that our natural impulse is to doubt, to discouragement, or to dismay. Our hearts tend to not truly believe that God, what God says is real. Our hearts get weighed down thinking of all the things that could go wrong or are going wrong all around us. And it's easy for us to be afraid when we look at the obstacles before us and the problems that we're facing. In Joshua's case, his mission was to lead a somewhat cantankerous people who had wandered in the wilderness, you know, for 40 years and now have them go cross the Jordan River, invade and conquer occupied enemy territory that was well fortified and populated by strong people where there were giants in the land. Now, while our mission today is different, our need for strength and courage remains. And so in this series, we're going to look at our need for courage as people of God today. We're going to look at our need for courage to stand firm when others kneel to the idols of our day. We're going to look at our need for courage to stay rooted in the truth when others drift away. Or the courage to speak when we're told to be silent. Or the courage to obey God even when it comes at great cost. 
We're going to look at the need for courage to preach the gospel in our polarized world. And we're going to look at our need for courage to refuse to tamper with God's truth, but have confidence to speak it openly in our world today. And as we look at what's going on in the world, there are so many forces at work that could tempt us to be silent, aren't there? Cancel culture is real. Governments around the world are actually cracking down on free speech and religious expression. Governments even here in the West. Big corporations are silencing and deplatforming voices they don't like. And the world is forcing its anti-God agenda down people's throats like never before, threatening even people's livelihoods if they don't go along with it and openly participate in the lies that they are spreading. And so we need to be like the leaders of Issachar who understood their times and knew what the people of God ought to do. And so together, my prayer is that God would use this series to call each of us afresh to be people who will stand for Christ, live for Christ, witness for Christ, ready to endure hardship for his name because he is worth it. Now, to get us started, we want to think afresh for just a few minutes together about being people who heed Christ's call to be courageous enough to share the gospel with those around us. You know, Jesus told us in Luke 19.10 that his mission was to seek and to save the lost. He told his disciples in Luke 5.11 that he would make them fishers who don't catch fish, but catch men. And he also warned them in Luke 9.26, saying, Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory, and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. And so we need to think about this for a few minutes. Witnessing for Christ requires courage. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons, I suppose. Maybe we're afraid we'll mess up. We're worried about what people will think. We don't know what to say, and that makes us nervous. Uh, perhaps uh, one level is just that, just that witnessing is an action that no matter how you slice, it's going to require courage. Maybe like being an athlete in a great competition, like an athlete in the Super Bowl. It just takes courage. But I think at the fundamental level, if we're honest, we need courage to witness for Christ because we fear men more than we fear God. J. Max Stiles said this, you know, nowadays, rather than bending the knee to carved wood and metal idols, uh, we bow to people so much so that fear of man has become the idolatry of our age. And it's true, isn't it? And it's not just our hearts. The, the culture is no help to us either. We live in a culture where boldness is diminishing, where honesty is hard to find, where urgency doesn't exist except on the freeway. And here we are called to spread the good news of the gospel. But how can we in a culture that is dismissing truth faster than the next iPhone update? So to help us with that, let me just share three simple truths. If we're going to be courageous witnesses for Christ, we must fear God more than we fear man. Number one, we must fear God more than we fear man. We have to be more concerned about what Christ thinks of us than what the world thinks of us. Uh, God said in Proverbs 29, 25, that the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So let's not get caught in that trap of thinking about people's approval. Let's remember that we will all stand before Christ and we'll give an account. One of my favorite quotes on this is from a man named Dr. Sangster who said, How shall I feel at the judgment if multitudes of missed opportunities pass before me in full review and all of my excuses prove to be disguises of my cowardice and pride? Ouch, it hurts, doesn't it? But I mean, let's face it, we've all missed more opportunities to share the gospel than we can count, certainly myself included. But let's make it a habit of uh, fearing, disobeying God uh, more than we fear the raised eyebrows of man. Number two, 
we got to honor the Lordship of Christ. 1 Peter 3, 14 to 15 says, But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. So have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. I mean, don't you love that? In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy. Let's have such a big view of Christ that suffering rejection for him seems small in comparison to hearing him say, well done, good and faithful servant for making my name known. And number three, let's pray for boldness. J. Max Stiles, whom I mentioned a moment ago, did a study on the times in the New Testament that the Apostle Paul asked people to pray for him. And you can do the study on your own. It's an amazing study. Uh, it's common to study the wonderful prayers that Paul prays at the beginning of his books like Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. And these are great studies. But it's also good to study his prayer requests. And as it turns out, most of the time that Paul asks for specific prayer requests, it has something to do with his mission to share the gospel. And it usually involves a prayer for boldness. And you can see this in passages like Ephesians 6, 19 to 20, where Paul says this, and pray also for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Now, I don't know about you, but that encourages me a whole lot. I mean, if the Apostle Paul, who was famous for his boldness, had to pray for boldness and ask others to pray that he would have boldness, uh, there is hope for you and me too, isn't there? So we'll close this section with the question J. Max Stiles asks in his book. When was the last time you asked for prayer that you would be fearless with the gospel? Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by one of our courageous student leaders who has been sharing the gospel with great courage in Cupertino, California. Stay with us. Hey, it's Heather, and I have a question for you. If I asked you how many people at your school know the gospel, what would you say? For a lot of us, it's easy to think that everyone might be a Christian or has actively decided to reject Jesus, but that's just not true. Many people are open or just haven't even heard. Did you know that more than 50% of students today have never even heard John 3:16, let alone the whole gospel? I want to invite you to join students around the nation in taking the Go Witness Challenge. Initiate conversations until you get to share the gospel with five people. That's the Go Witness Challenge. Be friendly, ask them their thoughts about God, be a good listener, and ask if you can share the gospel with them, and then invite them to respond. And leave the results to God. I really believe God can use you. If your life has been changed by Jesus, you have the best news ever that people desperately need to hear. It's the gospel. And in Romans chapter 10, Paul asks the question, how are people to believe if they have never heard? How are they to hear unless someone preaches? This message you have is the best news ever. It's so worth sharing. So what are you waiting for? Take the Go Witness Challenge today. Go to decisionpoint.org slash go witness, where you can be equipped right there with all you need to take this challenge. That's decisionpoint.org slash go witness. Hey, welcome back. 
You know, as we're thinking today about our call to courage and to be courageous witnesses for Christ, we are so excited to be joined by Jen, uh, one of our student leaders in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, Jen uh, is joining us today from Cupertino, California. Jen, great to have you on the program. Yeah, thank you for putting me on this podcast. Jen is a sophomore at uh, at Homestead High School, right, in Cupertino, is that right? Yeah. That's awesome. And you're a member of the Christian Club there. And it was great to uh, see you in San Francisco a couple weeks ago and just hear uh, how God's using you and the bold steps of faith that you're sharing, doing to share the gospel with students at your school. Jen, you shared uh, with me about this uh, social media channel that you've launched called Hope Delivery. Tell us about that channel, would you? Yeah, Hope Delivery is just um, something that I guess I kind of have to start with, like how... uh, I started this hope delivery and it's really because um, I really wanted to go out witnessing and sometimes it was really hard for me to put enough to do so. And I think something that really was like a stepping stone and also a way for me to be motivated to go out and be bold is by starting this um, Instagram account that I could just really um, go out and evangelize and spread the gospel to other people while I have the hope other brothers and sisters of Christ in my school so that we can just go out together and just spread the gospel together. So that's amazing. So just to be clear, what are you guys doing on Hope Delivery? You guys are actually going out and you're telling people about Jesus. You're doing this on camera. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, everything that we do is being recorded, but really as much as we can, like at least once a week, we just go out and spread the gospel. Like we get in a group, we'd hug one, and we just spread out all around campus, and we'd just be spreading the gospel to people. That's amazing. I love that uh, boldness and even that consistency. Once a week is a great habit uh, to be doing that. I'll be going out tomorrow with some of our staff to our local uh, mall or community college, talking to people ourselves. So way to get out there yourselves as well. Okay, so I've been telling people about you, so you're actually recording these conversations, uh, but you said that that actually makes people even more interested to talk to you. How in the world does that work? <laughs> Um, you know, it may not make them even more interested, but at, le- at least appears to be that they are more attentive and it appears to be that they are more interested in what I'm saying because, you know, they're being recorded. If if someone's being recorded, they want to look like they are paying attention because, I mean, it's part of the etiquette and also because they want to look good on camera, <laughs> I guess, in a way. It's a really, I guess, good way to get people to really want to listen to what you want to say and i think it's really important when i'm sharing the gospel whether or not i post it on you know social media like i really just um really record them for the sole purpose of them really wanting to pay attention also because you know i can get it out there so people can be encouraged so that people can see what i'm doing in my school but really because I want these people to listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, that's great. I, I've been telling a few uh, grown-ups about what you've been doing, and they're like, I don't, I don't get how putting the microphone in front of people works. But Well, it, it probably does because, you know, you, people, they like to be on camera. Uh, people like to be interviewed. They like yeah. to share their opinion, and you're doing a great job making it interactive and engaging. But as I've been watching, you're doing a great job also getting to the point and sharing the gospel. And you've been doing this with students, but uh, it pumped me up the other day. I opened your channel and I saw here you are at the football field at your high school and you're talking to your principal. Can you tell us about that for a minute? Yeah, it was just uh, me and my other friend, Brianna, we were just walking around campus, you know, looking for people to, you know, go ahead and approach and spread the gospel with. 
with. And then we just see our principal alone by himself. So we were like, dang, he's kind of lonely. Maybe we should talk to him. And at first we were like, should we? Because like, you know, it's it's really a big thing to do. But then I think we both just really took that big leap of faith. And we just said, you know what? Let's just go. Let's do it. So really without hesitation, we just went to our principal, Mr. Giglio, and then we spread the gospel with him. And it's really amazing just for the fact that he gave us the opportunity to do so, you know. He really was willing to listen. He was willing to participate. And it was just really a great um, conversation overall. I tell you, a uh, huge shout out to you for obviously taking the courage, to having the courage to go share with them. And you did a great job. Uh, certainly a compliment to your principal. And if he's listening, I mean, way to go letting these students ask you a bunch of big questions about the meaning of life and all that, and then letting them share with you um, what they believe. And man, we'd, we'd love to see you, if you haven't yet placed your trust in Jesus to be your savior, we'd love to see you do that because what these guys have shared with you is true. Jen, you've actually brought uh, a clip of your conversation with your principal for us to watch. Uh, is there anything we should know about that before we let you play that for us now? Um, being about this clip, I mean, we're doing it on the fall field and just a lot of people are on us as well. And, you know, this is not just one clip. This is multiple clips, but this is probably only one part of the whole interview that we're watching. And something that you have to know is the fact that, you know, um, we're interviewing the principal, Mr. Giglio. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, let's play it right now. Um, this is Mr. Giglio. Um, yeah. Um, I guess the first uh, question I want to ask you is, what do you think is the purpose to life? Wow. Purpose to life. That, that's a deep one. Um, I would say the purpose of life is to lead a good life and to kind of leave the world a better place than when you got here. Can I ask if you believe in a God? If I believe in a God, I can believe in any God? Is it? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up and went to Catholic school and, like, and you know, has a pretty religious upbringing. Um, so, you know, I'd say my, my beliefs are about the same as others in terms of something out there and a greater purpose, yeah. So you believe in, like, a higher power that's out there somewhere? Yeah, I'd like to hope there's something out there because uh, we're not doing such a great job ourselves out here. So hopefully there's somebody else paying attention to us. Is it fine if I share with you what I believe? Sure. Um, so basically, I believe in the gospel. And that's basically um, that I believe that God brought us into this world with a purpose. And this specific purpose is to have a relationship with God. And a lot of people think God is a God who's just out like just looking down on us and that's all it is but really he wants to come into our lives and uh there's something that's hindering us from having that and that thing is called sin mm -hmm. and sin is basically anything against god it can be something as little as a lie or big as a murder and it says in the bible for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and that basically means since we all sin we cannot reach god because we all have sin like i've said and well, Jen, that's just amazing. Way to go, man. Um, tell, I mean, tell us, how did the conversation end? I mean, you guys it looked like you guys were talking to him for 15, 20 minutes. How, I mean, how did that go throughout the whole time? Well, you know, first, I just started off with, like, really seeing what he believed in and what he thought was the purpose of life. And, you know, I shared it with him what I believe, you know, the gospel. And, you know, in response to that, um, he, you know, really didn't say anything, but I was still able to tell that he didn't really truly trust in Jesus. He didn't really believe in the gospel. But I think at least that, you know, the most that I can do is really to share the gospel and it's really up to God to move his heart to come to Christ. I think, um, you know, the rest is up to God. And yeah, um, 
when we were sharing this gospel um, to Mr. Giglio, I think one thing that was kind of um, hard was the fact that he was, you know, saying that there are just some things that just doesn't make sense. Like the fact that we are not good enough to reach heaven, the fact that there's just so many different people out there that don't know of this gospel. And, you know, at the moment, I didn't really answer the questions, but I, I really felt that, yeah, those were big questions that a lot of non-Christians do ask. And I think, yeah, overall, just me and Brianna really were able to share as best as we can. And it was just a great conversation. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, great job for you guys. Great job to your principal. Seemed like a great guy and great job letting you guys ask him big questions, share big things. Uh, we certainly salute him for his leadership and service in your school and your community and being one to come on your channel and, and chat. I think that's awesome. So Jen, uh, two final questions for you. One, uh, how can people follow you on Instagram? How do they find the Hope Delivery channel? Really, it's just kind of hard to type down, but it's Hope Delivery but with a zero. Hope delivery, so but with a zero. zero. Delivery with a zero. Yes, that's that's how you're going to find this. Hope delivery with a zero. That's awesome. And we'll link to it in the show notes as well. And Jen, final question for you. We're in a series called A Call to Courage. And we believe being a witness for Christ, going out to share the gospel requires courage. What would you say to students that are listening uh, to encourage them to have the courage to go share the gospel, uh, whether they're doing it on social media or not? Yeah, I think just one encouragement that I'll leave the people that are listening to this podcast would be that, you know, we have to be bold when it comes to the gospel, even if it means that we're inconveniencing ourselves um, to bring this gospel to others. And really something that I remember from a sermon that my pastor preached is that we need to leave all our inconveniences when spreading the gospel is not really anything about us, but it's about the people that we're spreading the gospel to. So I think um, if you want to have this boldness, we really have to have nothing holding us back from spreading this gospel and also just really leaning on to the truth, knowing that this gospel that we're spreading is the truth, knowing that this thing is going to change people's lives. And I think one step that really helped me from uh, being, being more bold is just um, remembering that I am doing this for Jesus, that I'm looking towards Jesus. I'm running towards this um, marathon to just really um, do what he commanded me to do. That's great. Well, Jen, thanks so much for being here. Check him out on Hope Delivery, uh, Hope with a Zero on Instagram. Jen, keep up the great work. Well, I hope you're encouraged as I was hearing from Jen. What a courageous young leader uh, and what an encouragement to us all to have uh, to get out there and just go share the gospel, right? We don't have to do uh, it the way that he's doing it, though. If Hey, if you want to join the Hope Delivery uh, Instagram channel, I'm sure you could talk to him, hit him up if you want to be a part of that way of sharing the gospel. But man, as I look at what Jen's doing, I think let's all get after it and share the gospel with somebody this week. And to do that, we got to remember, we got to fear God more than man. We got to honor Christ the Lord in our hearts as holy. Uh, and we have to actually pray for boldness. So let's pray for boldness, and then let's look for opportunities this week to share the gospel with someone around us. Hey, I hope you'll share this episode with somebody that would be encouraged by it. Uh, while you're there, would you uh, would you actually leave us a review? Would you follow us? 
Uh, would you rate, review? We'd love to hear from you as well of how this episode is an encouragement to you. And would love to hear even any ways that you uh, have an opportunity to share the gospel with somebody this week. Join us next week. We're going to be looking more at our call to courage uh, to be people who are willing to lead and minister in today's polarized world. We'll see you next week. Thank you.